Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Important Halloween message. (laughs) We have a very exciting announcement, which is that we are having a virtual Halloween party. Halloween (laughs) is here. here. (laughs) Vocalize with you. We are. Yeah, thank. I appreciate it. Our voices do best when we're in sync. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're having a Halloween party. It's going to be October nineteenth, and it's going to be at six p.m. Pacific Standard Time, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're going to be dressed up in costumes. We're going to do some, maybe some spooky crafts, maybe some spooky games, eat some spooky snacks. Um, and we probably are going to be streaming ghost adventures. So yeah, if it, a lot like- of it is TBD, but that's how we like to do it. Cause we like to show up and just like create chaos as we go. I say all these things, but we have planned none of it yet, but that's the fun and the <laughs> mystere. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to have a, a blast. It's going to be a party of two and it's uh, going to be a virtual. If you want to uh, be a part of it and watch some of that spooky stuff, then you can join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash ATWWD podcast. And yep, we'll- no, 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 go for it. We will be streaming it, um, I think, via YouTube through our Patreon site. So if yes. you are a patron, you will be able to join us. And we're very excited for this exclusive event. And I will be in <laughs> L.A., so we'll be in the same place. So it won't be, you know, we won't have the the usual concerns of two people trying to figure out tech. It'll just be in the same room. Two maybe people we'll, to maybe out we'll go trick-or-treating, which is me asking you for candy and you just give it to me. We'll just, I'll just stand in a closet and you can keep knocking <laughs> on the door. <laughs> anyway uh i haven't told christine yet what my costume is but i'm very excited about it so if you would like to see what that is then you can join our patreon and be a part of the stream that night that's right it is again uh monday october 19th at 6 p.m pacific uh 9 p.m eastern so join us at patreon.com slash atww podcast halloween is here okay (laughs) on october 19th Almost, though, not quite. Hello. Happy Halloween. Halloween is Is almost here. here. Surprise, I'm a fox now. I don't know why it didn't cross my mind that we should dress up. Um, I thought about surprising you with Marty McFly, but I feel like I've done that a million times in our friendship. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. And now you're dressed and I'm not. And now I look well, like such a lame Well, it was a half an hour before we we started recording. I was at Target and I thought, well, I didn't really plan anything <laughs> for our surprise bonus episode, everybody. Uh, it's a listener's episode, by the way. So stick around. Um after we kind of blab for a second. But so I found this little fox outfit and I was like, that's so cute. And since this tail is technically supposed to go on my butt, I think. But um, I was like, I don't want to really show my butt on our YouTube channel. Why not? So not, not today, maybe next week. But uh-huh, so uh-huh. I tied it to my head instead. So now it's part of my hair extensions. I love it. I also didn't even realize it was a tail when I first looked at your head. I was like, that looks like it's supposed to be there. But well, I, I I appreciate the dress up. I feel bad that I didn't do anything. Although this is a special uh, episode anyway, because this is the last time you're going to see me with this long of hair probably ever again. Because tonight Allison is cutting it. So I, I heard that's the case on your Instagram. I was like, wowza, this is news. Uh, this is exciting news. Em's going to be, I don't know. I don't mulleted. know. What, oh, yeah. Apparently a lot of you have heavily suggested I get a mullet. Even though I did another video where I was like, okay, I hear your cries for the mullet. That's not happening. So please send me other suggestions. 
and then everyone still said mullet. So yeah, uh, yeah. apparently that's what people expect. It's not what you're going to get. So it's going to be a surprise to all of us because even Allison doesn't know how this is going to go. I so. think it's going to be very fun and I'm excited to watch. Uh, we also have a very exciting Halloween announcement, um, a very exciting announcement. And that oh is gosh. that we are releasing new merch. We have been wanting to do this for so long. And again, we've heard your cries and we've heard our own cries because our we've own wanted, cries in the we've night. wanted merch for so long where we've wanted to, you know, up the ante at least. And uh, luckily, guess who is free? But Kirk, uh, who remember Kirk from work? Work Kirk, who did the logo of this podcast when we were like so broke that we were like, "Can we give you a six pack in exchange for our logo?" He also did it for us, and he did our here for the booze tour with the little ghosty Mm -hmm. guys. Um, uh, So he's done just about everything, and we called him. We were like, "People are screaming for new merch. We need your help." And so. He has come up with some pretty interesting stuff. We are going to release it on Halloween. So so excited. Get ready. uh, Get your wallets out and then keep them open for like two weeks. And (laughs) then you can order things. (laughs) We are so excited. Yeah, we're hoping to get it out by Halloween time. So uh, I don't think we have the exact release date yet, but we're hoping to get it out during Halloween season. We've been told that it's doable. We've been told that Halloween is a realistic timeline. So fingers crossed. Everything goes smoothly. And if not, it will be put out immediately. Yes. Follow us on uh, ATWD podcast on like social media. And we'll post it as soon as it's ready. Yes. Um, and uh, oh, thing. another. Yeah. Oh, you tell this one. OK. So uh, if you have not heard yet, we have a newsletter, which is divine. It's brand it is new. So good. But it's it's actually very fun to read i know sometimes there's newsletters where you're like oh well maybe i'm not going to get anything out of this every section is fun yeah Um, our friend jess uh uh, writes it up and she's just a gem and like has come up with so many creative ideas and we have like podcast recommendations like uh little fun facts uh, geoscope of the month so sorry i'm now you go ahead again well so we were thinking for halloween we would like our we would like the next newsletter to have uh to show some of our favorite little furry friends that are not yes. Geo and Juniper, although maybe they're included. We I haven't discussed that with you yet. But we would like to do <laughs> a uh, a Halloween uh, costume contest for our fa- our favorite pets. So if yes. you would like to, uh, if you plan on dressing up your animal, which we heavily encourage, um, and you want to send a picture of it to, and that's why we drink at gmail.com, then it will go in the running for our costume contest. And we'll be posting a few of our favorite pictures, maybe all of them. Who knows? Who uh, knows? We're, we're very excited. Um, but they'll be I, in the newsletter. Yes, it'll be in the newsletter. The winner will be in the newsletter. Um, so basically what you have to do is sign up for the newsletter. I don't know if we know, how, how are we like submitting them? Is it through the email? I assume it was through the email. If you just put okay. through the, uh, in the subject line, if you just say, uh, costume contest or pet costume contest that way it's easier for Eva to look through um, cool. or even for you know just to help look through too um, perfect I think that would be kind of the easiest way and, and as long as you keep your animals safe don't put them in compromising painful situations I know that dressing up your pets is often controversial and I don't want anybody to be like putting their you know really heavy things on top of their cat or like wrapping their animals in something that stresses them out so don't you know don't don't traumatize your animals please in the process but the only, the only trauma your animals should go through is being cuddled and loved too much in this life yeah so um and winning a huge awesome contest <laughs> right yes for <laughs> for us only your poor animal uh but yeah so those are so two fun things that we're currently doing we might be doing more things wink wink nudge nudge but until yes. then these are the two things that we're going to follow announce. us on social media, because I feel like if anything changes, that's where we're going to post it. That's like the most accessible way for us to give you information. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that being said, we have stories for you and Eva picked them out this week. And she literally was like, <laughs> do you guys mind if they're really, really, really scary? And we were like, uh, that's the goal. Yeah. So she was like, OK, and basically warned us and said, like, these are real heavy and like crazy and creepy so she said the phrase fucked up a few times and passing about these so i'm looking forward to it i hope you're enjoying that we are doing uh for the sake of spooky season at least we're throwing in a little bonus surprise episode for you so if you had ran drive and that's why we drink episodes fear not here's another (laughs) so uh also snaps to eva for finding all these 
Yeah, and we're like, Eva, find us more stories. We want you to do more work it's like, for hey, us. Hey, remember that time that you read 100 stories a week? Read 200 <laughs> this time. Um, okay, so here we go to celebrate spooky season. I hope everyone's having a happy Halloween. I certainly am. And that's why We Drink is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I don't know this for a fact, but it's my opinion that there is no easier way to build a website than Squarespace because of this drag-and-drop technology. It gets better every year, and it is just, you when you think it can't get any better and easier, it does. I've been using Squarespace <laughs> since 2017. Um, and in that time, they have just proven themselves to be the best and easiest way to make a website. So anytime I make a website for any reason, that's where I go. When you're ready to get started, you can use one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs for every category, and then you can customize it. You can customize the look, add new content, add features to fit your unique needs. It's just a great spot to have a landing page for you, for your business, for whatever it is you're trying to market or showcase. Squarespace is the best platform to use, in my opinion. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. The first story is from guess her fucking name no it can't be another megan it is megan with an <laughs> with a weird a that it does not need to be where it is anyway megan goes by <laughs> she her they which is super fun i love when people pick Ooh, two pronouns spicy. for themselves that's fun um thank you for normalizing pronouns megan i'm sorry me again uh <laughs> your subject line is who doesn't enjoy a double murder that cancels halloween Ooh. Ooh, oh, my ooh, ooh. goodness. Okay. So this is what they say. Hello. You will definitely probably need slash want a drink after this one. Cheers. Okay. Me again. I like where this is going. Uh, I grew up in a small town in Ohio. Logan, oh. Ohio. H-I-O. I've do heard you, of Logan. Do you I don't know, know quite. Do you know L-O-G-A-N-O-H-I-O? L-O. <laughs> I don't know quite where it is, but I've heard of it. Well, it is about 40 minutes uh, south of Columbus. Oh, that's literally very close to me then, I think. It, it's commonly referred to as the Hawking Hills. Oh my god. Okay. What? That's literally where I'm going, where Blaze and I are celebrating our anniversary. Oh great. I hope so, you go to this exact location. Um holy shit, that's the that's why I know Logan. Because we literally just booked a fucking cabin there. Okay, well now everyone on Halloween well, it, go look no, at No, no, no. It's not on Halloween. <laughs> it comes out where we're going like two days before on the 13th on our anniversary two days before this episode airs so like oh okay so it's already been done so it's already been done we'll like be but there also while this is happening but i don't like that that's yikes scary. okay so yeah. on your way there listen to my sultry oh, voice no! telling you about ruin its past. my anniversary that's what i always do i was there to ruin your wedding wasn't i your favorite activity um okay so so she slash they lives in hawking hills which is mostly known for its amazing hiking trails and scenic landscape yeah Anywho, in 1984, two young locals named Christine and Blaze. Stop it. 
<laughs> were reported missing. Oh, fuck. The mothers of the local teens weren't too worried when the teens did not show up at curfew. They both thought that their child had fallen asleep at the other person's home. It was not until the next day when neither teen was home that the families began to worry. The families called each other to check in with one another, and after realizing that neither family had seen the teens, both families immediately began looking for them and finally decided to report them missing. What was found... What was found next would change the small town forever. Uh-oh, Christine. Oh, fuck. Sometime that October, which is what it is right <gasps> oh, now. Oh, no! Ten days after the disappearance of the teenagers, Annette Cooper Johnston and Todd Schultz's <gasps> torsos <laughs> it's were... Really Eva's like, oh, Eva's somewhere going like, oh, fuck, I didn't realize like how... <laughs> close to home this would hit oh my annette and todd's torsos were found in a secluded cornfield that's the most ohio thing i can imagine oh no the remainder of their limbs and bodies were later found in various parts of the hawking river fuck so don't go swimming there when you're there christine i will not the first suspect was dale johnston who was annette's stepfather (gasps) oh no Rumors spread that Dale was jealous of Annette's relationship with Todd because Dale wanted her all for himself. Oh, God. Vomitosis. Yeah. Dale Johnson was convicted of the murders and sentenced to the death penalty. Johnson was released from prison in 1990 but did not receive his declaration of wrongful conviction until 2008. And this came out after two men admitted to the murders. (gasps) Okay, so I take back what I said about Dale Johnson. Sorry. Oh, no. As a result of this murder, Halloween was canceled in the year 1984 and still to this day takes place before dark because the urban tale is that if you're caught trick-or-treating after dark, you'll be murdered and chopped up and thrown into the river. (gasps) You can find a lot more on this case if you like. (laughs) Oxygen even shot a buried in the backyard bonus episode. Um, this is the story of the Hawking Hills murders. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. And don't go trick-or-treating after dark or you may get murdered. And that's from me again. That's really wild because, like, literally the week this comes out, I will be in Hawking Hills in Logan. And that's, that's pretty, like, listen, Eva. That's not great. You did that. <laughs> You did that and you didn't even know you did that. You didn't even know. Oh, my God. I don't love that at all. Uh, I do. I I think it's great. I mean, I know you do. But I will say I have. So you know how um, I have like this like deep seated fear where I look under hotel beds. Uh, No, me and Lemon don't know about that. Last year when we were on tour, Blaze got me for, I think it was Christmas or something, got me this like alarm for hotels where you put it against the door. So if anybody like opens the door, it sets off this like blaring alarm. So it's like a travel alarm. And I'm like, like most definitely taking that with me on this trip (laughs) because now I'm really sincerely freaked out. Well, if you find another petrified fruit under the bed, you'll know it's a sign. (laughs) Oh, no. So I have a uh, an email here, and this is uh, from potentially anonymous, it seems. I don't want to say their name just in case. Mm. Um, and they say, hey, y'all, listen, I'm late to the game, but I'm on episode 83, so I'm catching up. I really hope y'all still do listener stories. Well, now we apparently <laughs> do multiple listener stories. Welcome to our first ever second of the month <laughs> listeners episode. It's like they knew. It's like everyone knew except us, but <laughs> except only Eva. Us. What else is new? I actually had been skipping over the listener stories in the beginning. I don't know what people, a lot of people do that. These are some of my favorites personally, but okay. Uh, I actually had been skipping over the listener stories in the beginning, but I recently listened to the one on the upside down man and BEK and oh my chills. Those are the ones where you were like, yeah, now I should get into it. Yeah. I guess these are also very scary. I guess they're traumatic enough that I should get into this. Yes. And now I must go back and listen to all the listener stories that I skipped. My favorite thing now is how y'all react to the stories, being that it's the first time y'all have read them. (laughs) I really hope my story gets picked for one because it's a literal wild ride. And for two, I can't wait to hear reactions to all of the fucked up in this story. So fingers crossed, buckle up and let's crack into it. I love it. First, I want to say that thinking about all the details of this night has me anxious. Sweaty palms, chest pains, all of it. Okay, so picture it. Halloween night full moon the whole thing Mm. five friends piled up in an suv heading out for some wholesome haunted fun in the forest as you do wholesome 
Constant. And in the forest, I see. That Those makes sense. words don't go together. <laughs> Bankhead National Forest in Double Springs, Alabama, to be exact. Look it up. It's creepy AF to begin with. There's a few little fun haunted stories that we were set out to explore. Our main event for the evening was to go up to Aunt Jenny Johnson's grave. Of course, that's wholesome. Well, yeah. Okay, there's a link there. Uh, basically, people killed her husband, then her, and her children hunted down those men and got their revenge. Ooh, like spy kids. Whoa. <laughs> just like spy kids. <laughs> so wholesome. Just like spy kids. You know. Totally worth a read. So anyway, we all pile up and head out there, having a great time on the ride up through the hills and trees. You know, the stuff horror movie intros are made of. We get there and no one else is around, which I thought was strange with it being Halloween. Surely we were not the only ones out doing spooky shit. Anyway, we park on the side of the road and get out to start the short trek into the woods back to her grave, which is literally in the woods. See ya. Thank you. Not far from the road, but enough to be completely surrounded by trees. So we're walking along with nothing but the moonlight because apparently we were too dumb to bring flashlights and we start hearing sticks break around us. Mm-mm. One in the distance here and there. And at first, none of us thought much about it. Even made a couple jokes thinking it must have been deer running away from us until the <sighs> clicks start getting louder and closer and multiplying. Oh, the sounds were surrounding us. And closing in on us fast, as if something slash someone was running at us from all sides. Mm. And then there they stood, right in front of the grave, dressed in a black cloak and the creepiest red mask that I can still see in my mind to this day. And then they lifted the mask and it was Christine. (laughs) Are you having fun without me? I want to (laughs) join. And then another one behind her lifted his mask and it was Junie Cortez of the Spy Kids. (laughs) (laughs) and christine said she broke her uh rope coming down from the trees right. like a spy kid and didn't know how to do it so she needs help she's stuck in a tree probably just standing and staring into my soul a couple Ugh. of my friends giggled thinking oh sorry are those the friends who giggled that geo would certainly react this way to a demon at a grave i think A couple of my friends giggled, thinking, okay, it's Halloween. You're just out here trying to scare us and have a little fun. Good one. But then it wasn't funny anymore. There this thing is standing and staring at us relentlessly, and all the while the sticks are breaking and leaves moving all around us as if there are more cloaks and masks out there just running circles around us. But we never once saw them. The noises were so intense and sounded so close, but there were no bodies visibly moving. We all hit survival mode 101 and put our backs to each other and just stood there for what seemed like an eternity frozen until someone had the sense to say, let's get out of here. (laughs) Great. (laughs) (laughs) That person was definitely not me. I don't know who it was. That person was me 10 minutes ago, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And would have been like, bye. Got a blast. (laughs) (laughs) So we all book it as fast as we can to get back to the vehicle. But the things in the woods are following us. We're on the path and they're in the tree lines on either side of us running the same pace and they start screeching. (gasps) They're making these psychopathic laughing and screaming noises, truly the stuff of nightmares. We break the tree line and touch the road and it's dead ass silent. (gasps) (gasps) This whole time I kept thinking it really was going to be like someone that like. Like some teenager. Showed up in a costume, but that's okay. Now we're on. Yeah, it suddenly got like way worse. It got it got uncute. uncute real fast (laughs) yeah like nothing ever happened no one on the road again and nothing but crickets we run and jump in the suv and waste no time getting the hell out of there but then we see headlights following us out of nowhere and coming up on us quick it was a four-wheeler with two individuals on it dressed all in black they followed us down the hill and then took a quick sharp left turn went through a field and seemed to disappear we were all trying to process what the fuck just happened when someone looks over and says is that the four-wheeler again of (gasps) course it was down in the valley there are open fields to where you can see the roads and they were following us parallel to where we were going just watching us this went on for about 20 minutes we were just sitting ducks because every road we turned on they could see us and they followed finally they backed off and rode back up into the woods we were all shooketh (laughs) but we started trying to just say okay they were trying to have some fun they got us took it to a little too damn far but they got us We decided not to let it ruin our night, so we started to our next stop, which is a spot in the road that supposedly you put your car in neutral and something pushes it up the hill. I've heard Hmm. of that, I think. 
feel like that's familiar. That's a few like weird haunted hills where like there's like some weird upward magnetic draw. Like, yeah, it's very odd. There are a few places like that. From the link, it says it's called Legend of Henry Hill. Oh, okay. So anyway, we go do that. The car pushes up the hill. Yeah, yeah. Small beans compared to what we just went through. Right. We all decide, okay, we're just not shaking what happened. We're going to have to head home. Mind you, though, we are still in the forest and it's creeping up on midnight, full moon shining down on the dirt roads and fields that surround us. When I tell you what I saw next still haunts my deepest nightmares, I'm not even lying. In the field to the right of us, there was an oak tree, huge and just there alone, and under this tree was parked a blue astro van. About the time I start to point and say, what the fuck is up with that? The guy driving says, what the fuck is up with that? Thinking we are seeing and talking about the same thing. I say, I know, right? But no, he sees a huge tree branch down in the road. The road that we are on has no surrounding trees. The creepy oak tree about 50 yards from us is the only one around. Mm. But yet there's this huge tree branch that looks like it's been placed in the middle of the road directly past a small bridge covering a creek. The branch is so big that if we were to have not seen it and run over it at a good speed, we would have wrecked and or had damage or seeing it means that we have to stop the vehicle and get out to move it out of the way, which is exactly what the driver does. Oh, He stops the car on the bridge, gets out, and all of a sudden his girlfriend screams <gasps> bloody murder. Oh, no. Shut the door. <gasps> and here they come, four cloaked, masked figures holding knives what come out from under the bridge and head for our door handles good night absolutely not i think everything above that the guy driving was a quick thinker because he was able to lock the doors and maneuver the car around to move the branch out of the way enough to get around it around it as this was going on the knives were tapping on all four of our windows that (laughs) fuck that I'd be, you know what, I would, that's when you need Christine Schieffer because she's going to reverse drive that puppy out. She's going to be flying down the highway backwards. I I feel like that's like my moment to shine where I'm like, I've never been allowed to drive over people before, but now I can like, it's like, I've never been allowed to be a klutzy driver, but this is my moment. Just like specifically, if you guys don't know Xenon, um, she was... (laughs) She was part of our uh, space camp video, and she would have just fucking nailed those suckers. I tell you what. Oh boy. Okay. Evil, not Eva. Xenon. Wow, Freudian slip. <laughs> Xenon would have been like, "What was that?" Like she was looking for her phone the whole time. You're right. She wouldn't have even seen it. She would have driven right over them, right over the branch. She would have saved the day, thinking nothing. Like. Nothing was different about the day. She would have been looking for her for her frappuccino when she dropped on the floor. And then when she got up, everyone was screaming. She's like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh. Keep going. Okay. Right. Okay. So people are tapping on the car with knives. With Sorry. fucking knives. Okay. Tapping on all four windows. And they start beating on the doors as we pulled off. A hundred miles an hour down the dirt road we went and never looked back. I've never been back to that forest, and I always say I never will. We spent the entire ride home trying to figure this shit out and trying to blame it on each other as a prank since we had this outing planned for a while. But honestly, none of us knew what the fuck was going on. Mm. A couple days later, we heard on the news about cult-like activity taking place in the forest. And we're all like, yeah, no shit. So I don't know what their intentions were. Either we were all just their fun little game and they were trying to scare the fuck out of us, success, or they were trying to kill us and sacrifice us up on the hill and we survived, which makes me sound really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I imagine, like, I imagine that the log is, like, part of their trick. Like, you know how they always say, like, if if all of a sudden you have, like, egg on your windshield, have you heard that before? Yes, 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 yes. If all of a sudden there's, like, egg yolks, like, don't try to clean it off with your windshield wipers because it'll smear worse and then you have to pull yes. over and then you're trapped and someone's gonna like get you yeah i feel I've like heard, that's I've what a, heard that. that's what a log would be right like they knew you couldn't drive over it they knew you had to get out to move it yeah they knew like the driver had to at least get out and then you make makes you vulnerable for sure mm. either way definitely an unforgettable night and the moral of the story is stay the fuck out of bankhead forest and also stay the fuck out like in your car or in your vehicle lock your doors don't get out that's my story. 
That's especially while we're in a pandemic. Like, let's all just stay home. This is the perfect reason to not yeah, go get murdered in the woods. You know what I mean? We finally have a good reason to not get murdered in the woods. Uh huh. Okay, it says, I love you guys and listen to you every day while at work. I hope to come to a live show someday. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Survivor. Wow. Wowza. Slash Xenon. Got it. Slash Xenon. <laughs> Slash Xenon's friend who was like, what have you put me through, Xenon? <laughs> I feel like everyone, nobody, I feel like maybe if 0.05% have- <laughs> of our listeners know what the fuck Xenon is. If you're on Patreon, you can watch the video. If you don't know, it's not Xenon like the sequel. No, it's, no. It's a totally different uh, man-made, Christine-made creation. Man-made uh, by Christine. <laughs> it's a human-slash-fox-made by Christine. <laughs> it is just the most wild alien I've ever met in my entire life. Okay, oh, She's such a gem, though. It's never a boring, mo- never a dull moment with Xenon, though. You she's like admit. all of all of our worst qualities condensed into yeah. one little construction wow. paper. <laughs> no, you're right because it's like all our basic bitch tendencies mixed with all our like clumsiness and like carelessness, <laughs> just like did all mixed wa- into one. Did you ever watch um, the Forty Year Old Virgin? <clears throat> yes. You know how there's that scene where he's hooking up with Leslie Mann and she drives home and she's like that fucker came out of nowhere but she's like just crashing into like cars that are not (laughs) moving that xenon as a human being (laughs) you're right she's like these fucking cloaked cult figures came out of nowhere watch out (sighs) okay anyway thank you xenon and also survivor and thank you survivor explore new possibilities pleasure zones and find your vibe at funlove.com Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So here is our next story. This is from Caitlin, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for using for normalizing pronouns. And the subject line is the real nightmare on Elm Street. <gasps> okay. Which is interesting because did you know, fun fact, uh, the house that they used for Elm Street is not actually on Elm Street. It is on, I think, Nichols Canyon Road. Fun fact. On what? Nichols Ni- Canyon Road in Hollywood. Oh, I don't even know what that is. I'm really bad at geography. I don't know if you know do that. Do you know where, do you remember where like that mega church mosaic is? 
Yes. It's literally in the neighborhood right behind that church. The, the house. That's where it was filmed. Oh, my God. And I think How the house weird. across the street from it is the house that they used for Friday the 13th, which is extra Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a haunted-ass street. Um, Bob Barker also lives in a house on that street. It's a really oh, well, weirdly... That solidifies it. Haunted <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> it's a weirdly famous street. Stay and neuter your pets and also enter them into our Halloween <laughs> And also don't go to sleep. Um, <laughs> okay. The Real Nightmare on Elm Street. Hi, I'm Christine Eva and all furry and petrified friends. I've been listening to the show for a little over a year now and I'm finally all caught up. Whoop, whoop. I've been... Did you say that or did they say No, that? it's written in there. <laughs> I was like, that's a new one, Em. Okay, I, just, I don't know. I just throw in my own sound effects now. Um, <laughs> I guess so. You're your Foley artist. I Exactly. I've been wanting to send in this hometown murder story for a while now and with Halloween coming up, I figured it was the perfect time. Warning, I apologize for how gruesome and graphic this story is in advance. Okay. And then a sad face emoji. This um, is the one Eva warned us about, I think. This is the one Eva warned me specifically about because earlier this week I called her about something stupid and it was in the middle of her reading this story and <gasps> she was like all frazzled. She was like, oh, I'm no. sorry, I'm reading something really fucked up. You'll oh, love no. it. <laughs> um, oh, that's And she literally texted us like, is it okay if there's some really fucked up stuff in this? And we were like, I think so. Um, well, by the way... I haven't said this yet because um, if you're not watching the YouTube, you don't know it. But I am very much drinking wine right now, so I am. Uh, I'm. I have a, a fall candle lit, and I'm drinking wine, and I'm dressed as a fox. Nature cozy. And I'm ready. At its Nature finest. cozy. <laughs> going to Hawking Hills and gonna get you know my torso murdered. And you're gonna drive around in your UFO with Xenon. Um, <laughs> so this story takes place in 1992 in my small hometown of Holliston, Massachusetts. Uh, This small town is home to many families as the school system is known to be one of the better ones in the state. Kenneth and Marianne, Jesus, this last name is going to get me, Seguin. It's spelled kind of like Segway. So is it Seguin? Oh, no. (laughs) Seguin. It's like Seguin. Okay. Kenneth and Marianne figured this would be the perfect place to start their family and decided to buy their first house together in Holliston on Elm Street. <gasps> Kenneth and Mary Ann eventually had a son and daughter, Danny and Amy, and were living the family typical family life until Mary Ann made a comment stating that she was unhappy in the marriage and was thinking about leaving Kenneth. <gasps> the statement infuriated Kenneth, and he decided he would take out revenge on not only Mary Ann, but the children as well. Can I say something, like, really quick? Yeah. My friend Mary Ann just literally texted me as you said that. On the screen, it uh, appeared Mar- message from Marianne, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Did that the text was really? Did the text say, I th- "I'm thinking about leaving Kenneth"? <laughs> I found it this says, really cute house on Zillow. It's on Elm Street. Oh, uh, I don't even know what it said, but I definitely don't often get texts from her. So I was just like, "What the <laughs> hell?" That was really creepy. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell her to look out tonight or on synchronicity. So on April 28th, 1992, while Marianne was out of the house, Kenneth drugged Danny and Amy, who <gasps> were seven and five. <gasps> oh, no. With sleeping pills. And while the kids were unconscious, he took them into his car and drove them to a small pond <gasps> in a town about 20 minutes away where he, sorry, slit his son's throat and his daughter's throat and their wrists. Oh, my God. Kenneth dropped his children into a shallow part of the pond and covered their bodies with sticks and leaves to try and hide them in the shallow water. <gasps> After hiding the bodies, Kenneth returned to Elm Street to find Marianne sleeping in their bed. He took an axe upstairs to the bedroom <gasps> and bludgeoned Marianne to death in her own bed. After killing Marianne, Kenneth took her body to the Sudbury River and dumped her body into the water. He then returned to Elm Street, flipped over the mattress where he'd just killed his wife, and staged the house to look like a robbery. Marianne's body was quickly recovered from the river the next morning, and the police immediately went and questioned Kenneth. He described a robbery that occurred in the house where he was beaten up, his children were drugged and kidnapped, and his wife was bludgeoned with an axe. How fucking stupid do you think people are? Like, you can't just do that and expect to fucking get away with it. It is shocking the confidence that killers have. Right? Especially in this scenario, it's like, yeah, someone like drugged, specifically drugged my children, drove right. them in my car to the nearby. Like it's so- right, right. Anyway, well, hopefully Kenneth uh, gets caught at the end of the story. I imagine he does since uh, Caitlin happens to know the whole story. Right, exactly. Unless right. Caitlin is a fly and she happened to be on that wall that night. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, yes. Okay. <clears throat> the police believed this story until they contacted the school and heard that an anonymous call had been made stating that kids would be absent for school that day. Oh, so, how fucking stupid. So he literally called ahead and was like, they're not going to be here. It's like he, he he tried too hard and then he shot himself in the exactly, foot. Exactly. Exactly. The call was traced back to the house on Elm Street where their family lived and Kenneth was then arrested and found guilty on three counts of murder and sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole, which has already been denied once. So fuck you, dude. According to Caitlin. Uh, I found this. Uh, I know this is a long and grotesque story, but I also found it interesting as there was a bench dedicated to Danny and Amy outside of our elementary school. But I never knew their story until I was a bit older. Well, thank God. Can you imagine being a kindergartner and being like, no. this is for the kids whose throats were slit? Yeah. By their own dad. God damn it. My co-teacher's husband uh, grew up on the next street over and remembers playing with Danny as a kid and learning about the story when he was way too young. Okay. So <gasps> what? I just So that, there. right. Uh, other weird true crime events happen or have happened in this small town, but nothing really compares to what we always refer to growing up as the real nightmare on elm street sorry this was so long but i always enjoy hearing other listeners hometown stories so i had to include mine stay spookalicious my dogs caitlin wait a minute <laughs> whoop, whoop. whoop whoop oh my gosh that is horrible yep it sure is That's i love awful. that you called eva in the middle of that and my friend marianne texted me in the middle <laughs> what is of going that? on it's really strange right it's spookalicious, um, and- my dogs. <laughs> That's what I meant. She also <laughs> lives in Massachusetts, so really yep. strange. Just saying. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's really, 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 really fucking sad. <sighs> I'm glad. Let's he was move at on least... quickly with haste. <laughs> with haste. <laughs> with haste. Uh, okay, this is from Emily. He's a she/her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Emily. The subject of this email is don't send your kids to sleepovers. Great. Hi, Eva, M, and Christine. The Keddie Cabin murder story that Christine read in episode 190 and your vows to never let your kids attend sleepovers reminded me of a story my mom told me from her childhood. Ooh, okay. She went to her friend's house for a sleepover one night. You remember the, sorry, you remember the Keddie Cabin ones, right? Murder? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, she went to her friend's house for a sleepover one night. I believe she was about 15 years old and probably had plans to get into some sort of trouble as she usually did. Her friend's parents were unfortunately going through a contentious divorce and her dad was not living in the house at that time. Hmm. Sometime during the evening, the doorbell rang and the friend's mom went to answer it. On the other side of the front door was the friend's dad with a loaded gun. <gasps> Good Threatening night. to shoot. I slowly closed the door between us <sighs> and uh, collapse on my You're own. You're like, sorry, Without we're not interested. <laughs> you don't have to shoot me. I will fall over on my own. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you've already done your job. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. The friend's mom screamed at the kids to run, and my mom and her friend bolted out of the back door and through neighbors' yards. My mom recalls being so scared that she wasn't fully paying attention to where she was going, and she ran directly into an in-ground pool. <gasps> That's oh, so... shit. I hope... I mean, can you imagine That's... if you could... That's the worst part of a scary movie when you're in water and trying to escape someone with a gun. I think that was literally in The Strangers. I was like, that sounds like something you've seen before, the way you just said it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I've seen it so many times. It I think so it was specific. The Strangers or The Purge or something, but it's like you're trying to escape, but you're already slowed down so much and someone just is standing there just watching yeah, you. You're like, it's a- like, no matter where you go, I'm going to get there faster <sighs> and you've already lost and just give up. You're like, I mean, for lack of a better term, like a sitting duck, you know, you're like yeah. in the water, like you're stuck. Oh my yep. God, that's horrifying. Also, like, I'm glad she could swim, presumably, because can you imagine like you can't even swim or something and you're like stuck? Oh God. Okay. I don't even know if that's the direction the story's going, but if I ever fell into a pool when I was running away from a gunman, I'd be like, well, it's too late now. Like, why even keep? I... <laughs> this is it. <laughs> like, right. Like, too what late. are you going to do? And then when you get out, your clothes are all wet. Like, yep. you're just running with wet clothes. Okay. Sorry. We're only halfway through this. Okay. Uh, after getting out of the pool and running down the street a little further, they were picked up by police officers. Luckily, the friend's mom had been able to talk the father down and call 911. The cops wrapped my mom up in a blanket and called my grandparents. Upon hearing what happened, my grandpa stormed out to his car to get over to the friend's house in an attempt to confront the other dad, but was luckily tackled in his driveway by a family friend. 
Instead, my cool, calm, and collected grandma went to pick my mom up. The friend's dad was arrested, and my mom, her friend, and her friend's mother were all safe. I do think that this helps explain why my mom insisted on meeting all of my friend's parents before I was allowed to go to their houses when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Very smart. Yep. Also, I love that, like, I feel like that would be Blaze in the situation just like fly off the handle and be like oh okay i'll just go murder him myself and then someone has to be like stop you know what i mean like that Ugh. classic like quote-unquote dad move of like great well now i will murder you with my it's own like, bare hands oh look i've magically become a murderer just yes now. exactly yep. exactly fortunate blaze is not a murderer to be clear uh okay. not that we know of not that we know of anyway tbd 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 Fortunately, okay, Emily says, fortunately, this story has a much better ending than that of Sue Sharp and her children's. Also, I figured that since October is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month, Mm. that this would be a good time to remind everyone that along with everything else happening in the world right now, we should also set aside some time to acknowledge domestic violence survivors and be a voice for victims. I'm so happy to have found this podcast thanks to my boyfriend's sister, and I look forward to listening every Sunday. Thanks for listening, Emily. Wow. That's beautiful. And the... I didn't I didn't even to be honest realize that it was uh nationally national domestic violence awareness month. Right. Um I didn't either. But I will say like I know there there's there was a lot of talk when quarantine happened. I think you and I talked about this maybe. Yeah. Where people were suddenly, you know, inside with, with their, their significant their other abusers. And if well, they if right, if they were in an abusive relationship or like on the verge of it, then like suddenly it was exacerbated because they couldn't leave. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really important thing to take note of. So whew, I am so glad that your uh your mama was okay. Yeah. The end. Wow. Thank you, Emily. And yeah, I also think your mother has uh, earned the right to be wary of every parent now Agreed. when dropping children off at a home. Also you, I hope you never asked, like, begged your mom for a, an in-ground pool because I bet she'd be like, no. You have My no mother, idea. I didn't have to ask. She got one. Don't oh, worry. I met Emily. Who? <laughs> oh. I met Emily. <laughs> Emily, not M. Emily, whose mom, like, literally almost got, you know, died in in-ground pool. <laughs> that makes more sense. I was like, I don't know why you're asking, but, like, I know. I'm going to clarify real quick. Yeah, that- don't, don't, don't get it twisted. I know Linda had a pool. Don't, don't even worry. <laughs> if she could have 10 pools, she would. Uh, yes. No, I'm, I really hope you also did not ask for a pool and then like fuss about it when you were a kid. Although your mom your had the perfect excuse to be like, nope. Exactly. You can't argue with me. <sighs> All right. This next one is from CJ, who's a she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. CJ says, I was almost kidnapped on Halloween. <gasps> oh my God. Let's, let's go, CJ. Uh, I don't know how to start this, so let's just crack into it. Says CJ. Great. So let me take you back to the 2000s. Oh, I remember <laughs> The it good old days. <laughs> uh, can't remember the year, but I was in middle school, and for the sake of keeping this spoopy, I'll say I was 13. Anywho, back, to, uh, back then I thought I was so HXC because I listened to uh, Good Charlotte. Yeah, me too. I thought that too. And I also wore Converse. I miss Good Charlotte, actually. I did too. They were good. I feel like no one talks about them anymore. No. If you missed out on the Good Charlotte years, you really... What was the other one? Damn. Now I'm going to Simple look Plan. Like... Simple Plan. Well, Simple Plan. Yes. Who were the oh. ones where they were like actually uh, like a religious alt rock group? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, my God. Uh, fuck. I love... I loved them, and then I remembered they were religious, and I was like, what the hell? That was always a thing, because I had them on my iPod, and Renee would listen to them, and then I ended up deleting them, and she got really mad, but then Was the word kings in it? It had a K in it. Reliant K. Reliant K. Oh, my God. It had a K in it. (laughs) (laughs) What a great band. They did have a couple of of fucking bangers, though, I gotta say. We should get jerseys, because we'd make a good team. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and then, and then uh, also a list of even more bands. But I'm just gonna, for the sake of ourselves, skip over it. Anyway, clearly we were badasses, just like you. Right. <laughs> uh, I was so emo, but my dad, being the old school single dad, he wouldn't let me wear all black and wear heavy eyeliner, and let me just be my true self. <laughs> that Halloween, my dad actually let me paint my nails black, but Ooh. and put some makeup on, and I got to go trick or treating with some friends. After a night of Halloween shenanigans, I was dropped off at home, and at the time, we lived in what I would best describe as a triplex. Ooh. Ooh. 
There was one big house in the front and two smaller apartment-like homes in the back. The landlord lived in the front with his family, my dad and I in one, and the other was a constant rotation of people moving in and out, current inhabitants being a couple, maybe late 20s. I walked down the dark driveway to the back and made it to the home to the house safe um, and locked the door and got ready to call it a night. I was in the kitchen with the lights off and I uh, when I heard a knock on the door. Oh, no. Mm-mm. My dad answered, and when I looked over his shoulder, I saw it was the neighbor. I was mm. like, whatever. I'm going to go listen to Evanescence and cry about that guy that doesn't even notice I exist. Uh, is this my 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 soulmate from middle school probably <laughs> is this a actually like a like a diary entry i'm confused is this my live journal that somebody printed out and sent to me okay. <laughs> is this a zanga wait a minute did, oh my god what if even just found my live journal and was like did you know this is the most <laughs> fucked up episode you've ever read <laughs> in an instant uh i felt myself being pulled out of the door and a scuffle <gasps> ensued oh shit My dad fought the guy off, pushed him away, and said, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I made eye contact with my would-be abductor and started sobbing. (gasps) I feel like once I could see it in his face, he had some sort of realization. Maybe he fucked up. I don't know. But that realization in his face could be explained a little later. I clearly remember bringing my black painted nails to my mouth in shock and then crying hysterically. It's funny, uh, the details we remember. I can still remember the smell of plastic makeup that I bought at Walgreens to go with my dead zombie cheerleader outfit, even though I'd already washed my face. I don't remember what happened after that, but my dad told the landlord and I never saw the guy or his wife again. Apparently, the guy thought that I was his wife and that he was and that she was cheating on him with my dad. So it may have been that she. Oh shit! So it may have been that she was going to get abducted, or he was like looking for his wife and thought it was her, and like almost charged at her. He just like grabbed her, thinking it was his wife, and was about to like fucking take her. Holy shit! Oof. Either way, my wife looks like a a dead cheerleader. So (laughs) this is really spot. My wife also wears a lot of black and listens to good charlotte from walgreens <laughs> <laughs> anyway that is cj's story so thank you wow for that's terrifying that can you I imagine know, and yikes I, I don't know what was going to happen to you but i don't like any of them any yeah of the i don't outcomes. i'm glad it didn't happen is right what i have to say also i love i bet after that dad was like See, you're never allowed to paint your nails black again. <laughs> the one week I fucking let you be your true <laughs> yeah. self, you almost get kidnapped. This is what happens when you listen to too much Evanescence. All right. Okay, now I have a story for you, M, called Chased by a Demon Dog. Ooh, okay. And this is from George. He uses he, him pronouns. Thank you, George, for normalizing pronouns. Mm-hmm. Uh, George says, hello, Christine M. Baby Geo, Junie Boy, which is one word and very precious. So sweet. <laughs> Eva and everyone. My story involves my country, the Philippines. This happened in high school. For some context, I live in a province where I have to walk to school, which takes 30 minutes. If riding a vehicle, walking would take at least an hour. Ooh, On okay. my way home, the places go school, town, woods, my place. <laughs> Great. Okay. Got it. So worst order of offense. You're literally <laughs> on the side of you're the other side of the woods. The and woods. then you have a whole ass town between you and school. Right, right. We had to go home late. There was an event at school that required us to stay and decorate and rewarded uh, our extra credits. And me and my friend who got average grades took the opportunity. We left at like 6 p.m. My friends were asking me to hang with them and drink, but I refused since I wanted to head home and rest. I didn't call any relatives to pick me up since I didn't want to bother them big mistake Hmm. i passed the town it was nighttime so the guard dogs barked behind fences wary of strangers but something seemed off okay as i reached the forest i walked down the path and i heard footsteps i had earphones in but it was so loud nails scratching (gasps) on the concrete path oh my gosh i mustered up the courage and turned on my flashlight i looked around and behind me was a huge black dog shut up and escort to hell yes me thinks me thinks mm-hmm. i never saw this dog before me and my friends were chased by dogs as a game it's sort of a filipino thing since most dogs are usually unleashed i but like how anyways. the dogs are in on the game too yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like tag you're it <laughs> you're like let's play let's play it's recess <laughs> let the dogs out yeah 
This dog was reddish brown and rather scrawny. At first, I thought it was a stray, but at closer look, it didn't look like it had fur, but wrinkly human skin. See ya. Its long snout was moving, sniffing me, and its eyes white, not from the flashlight, but pure white. <gasps> I don't like and that. its mouth was just black, dripping black. <gasps> like a crayon. <laughs> just like it had eaten crayons and was drooling crayons. Got Em it. knows how to make things extra spooky. <laughs> it, well, it makes me think of a time when I was a little kid and my dog had gotten into the crayons and was like drooling oh. rainbow. And I was like, oh. <laughs> So I hear black, uh, black drooling black. And I'm like, okay, got it. Crayola. I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Ate yep. the Crayola. Well, yep. one time when I was little, my, this, this weird man named Russell, who sometimes came to our house, taught me how to make cups out of construction paper, but <laughs> I made it out of black construction paper and started drinking it like water out of it. Yeah. And then he was the- like, oh no. And it just like my teeth, everything was just like black ink. <laughs> from like, the dye of the paper. My- from the paper. And he was like, you're supposed to use like white paper, not like construction paper, you idiot. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, that man Russell just like showed up sometimes at my house. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Great. Great. So uh, George says, and it's teeth. It wasn't even teeth. It was just sharp things emerging from its mouth. Ugh. It was staring at me, smiling with wide eyes. I don't know what the actual fuck I was looking at. I simply said, shoo, I have no food. Sorry. (laughs) I love that he's like, I will apologize, though. (laughs) (laughs) And I like how he assumes like this. You must only be like food reactive. Like (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I know what you want. I walked quickly. At first, I thought maybe a new dog breed, and hopefully, it's just my tiredness that made me hallucinate. Then I heard the footsteps again. I dared to look back and shone the flashlight on it, and it was stalking me like a dog. It looked like it was smiling. Goodbye. Then the footsteps picked up the pace. I did too, and then it did as well. Huh. I started running, praying for once that God, please don't let me die by this thing. Basically, the worst day of my life. The thing was closer and it started to howl. I turned around and it leaped onto me. Its body (gasps) easily knocked me down. It was barking at my face and it's black drool tar shit splashing at my face as I tried to push it away, but to no avail. I had no choice but to fight back. I reached for my pocket looking for anything to stop this thing. I found my pen, grabbed it and stabbed it in the eye. Oh, you gotta do what you gotta do. Soon after followed the most terrifying sound ever. It whimpered like a puppy, but slowly morphed into a deep man's screaming. Good night. Then howling. I quickly pushed him off and ran. Luckily, it didn't chase me anymore. I arrived home and didn't tell any of this to my family. What the hell are they going to do? Right. Be like, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I just went to my room and slept. Oh, sorry. The next day, I told my friends about it, but none of them believed me because why would they? Right. A demon dog chasing you through the woods and you stabbed it with a pen to defend yourself. Yeah, ridiculous. Whatever that thing is, it never bothered me again, but I never walk through the woods alone again. Sorry if this took so long or wasn't even scary. (laughs) Well, it was certainly disturbing. So it made Eva's uh, fucked up list. So don't worry. Right. Very what the fuck moment. Thank you so much for all the work you do. Hashtag team wine. George. Wow. Whoa. I don't like that. I wonder if it was like a I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was either. Uh, imagine if you didn't have the pen. Like what would have happened it, truly, then? Truly though, truly. And it's like uh, people don't believe you, but it's like, well, so you it's a lose-lose because like, either you yeah. die by this creepy dog and everyone's like, "Wow, he died by a demon dog." And then <laughs> or you or you stab it in the eye and then everyone's like, "That didn't happen." Or imagine, like, if you did die, like, would they have known that you died True. from a creepy dog? Or would it have been, like, a mysterious forest death? You know what? That's a good point. That makes me think of all the times when people have these mysterious deaths. And it's like, something was weird about the body. And it's like, nobody knows what Maybe happened. Maybe it was this weird hungry dog thing. Wrinkly dog. Anyway, here, it wouldn't be a bonus episode if it didn't have a bonus story. Yay! So okay, here is our... Sit back. Here's our final story. This is from, I think, Nodge is how you pronounce it, uh, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Uh, The subject is recurring dreams. I love dream stories. And this is what Nodge has to say. Let's get the formalities and crack into it. Oh, shit, Nodge. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, I've always had the same reoccurring dream every Halloween. Oh, well, <gasps> Naj, you can expect something in the next, like, couple weeks. Uh-huh. A very specific dream is going to hit you. Well, let's hope it's a good dream. Actually, hang on a second. In the dream, I'm five years old. So the ground starts to tremble, and I'm startled from my bed. The room is eerily dark besides the faint blue light of the moon streaming in the window. All I can see are the shadows swarming around my room, and the bed starts to shake even harder. Then everything goes black, the moon disappears, and I feel a fingernail tracing my cheek. <gasps> Hello, a voice whispers, which, by the way, my response would be, goodbye. Fresh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were both going to say it at the same time. That would have been really precious. Um, okay. <laughs> Hello, a voice whispers, and the lights flash back on. I can see an old woman inches from my face, and she cackles as she holds up a dead bird that's cut in half. <gasps> what? Okay, let's recap real quick. In only like two sentences, I feel <laughs> overwhelmed. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're in the room. You wake up in a jolt. It's almost basically pitch black. You see several shadows running around your room. You feel fingernails that are not yours scratching your cheek. Someone say hello, and then it's a woman with half of a dead bird in her hands. Got it. And it's every year on Halloween you have the dream. Yeah. So oh, now and you're five in the dream, which makes it even scarier. <laughs> right. Also, now you can not survive this. <sighs> the dream flashes, and I'm in the living room crying and screaming she's going to get me as I'm trying to push, push my way onto my mother's lap. My mother pushes me off. At the same time, a gust of wind flings open the door, and the same old woman is standing in the doorway with the dead birds raining on her. <gasps> okay. So now you're running towards your mom. Your mom doesn't want you, and now there's a bunch of dead birds raining around this Which, old like, woman. Dead, bird, dead birds are a, a, like an omen in a lot of cultures. Ooh. Like, we they, like, portend death. Like they foretell death. All I think is Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock, the birds. And oh, that's that pretty also, terrible. That also is very bad. Weeks before Halloween, we would always find dead birds that were cut in half only in the backyard. What? It was never just one or two birds either. There was at least a dozen of them. <gasps> I've been oh. having that dream since I was a small kid. I'm 29 now. It's not as scary as it was when I was a kid. It's almost comforting now. I guess it's comforting that, like, you know it's a dream. But also, yeah. if if you know, like, oh, Halloween's coming up, and I always see a dozen birds cut in half, a.k.a. 24 half birds, <laughs> then maybe you should get, like, a ring camera before Halloween and see, like, who's throwing these that's, birds into your yard. That's actually a great idea. We want and, ring camera footage because this is horrifying, and I'm scared for you. <laughs> you mean comforting, apparently. Oh, sorry. Yes, it's very lovely. <laughs> anyway, that's the whole story from Naj. That's it. <laughs> so, Naj, I like how would... they're like, skip the fucking formalities and also skip the end formalities. Right. <laughs> no goodbye. Nothing. Just nothing. It, here's what it is. Just Naj, hello for with an old fingernail. We would like it. we would like you to send us uh, some ring footage on November 1st after Halloween's happened. Idea. Um, and we would like an update to see how I, things are i want to know if you have the dream again that's so freaky it's it, so freaky it's got to be weird like once the end of september hits you're like okay well i know what's coming up you know oh yeah like not again i wonder if there will ever be a year where you don't have it and what that means that you didn't have the dream this year or something yeah you know? maybe that's why uh she said it was it felt comforting because imagine if all of a sudden oh, now you don't have it and you're like well now what the fuck's gonna happen? you're like things were like fine and now who knows <laughs> right. what that means Ugh. Well, thank you, uh, Naj, and thank you to everybody else who sent in your stories, and you didn't even know that they were going to be on a bonus surprise episode. Yep. So thank you so much, and we appreciate you, and hopefully you have an extra spooky season. Yay! And uh, I guess that's it. If you want to be a part of other future listeners' episodes, which are usually put out on the first of every month, um, you can submit them on our website, and that's why we drink.com, and there's a little submission box for you to put it all in. And you can also sign up for our newsletter on that website. And uh, you can see all the little pet. Even if you don't have a pet to enter, uh, you can also see all of our uh, little fun entries that people send in. Yes, please submit uh, some animals. Please join our newsletter and also get ready for merch. Fingers crossed. (gasps) 
fingers crossed it is uh coming out on halloween so yes that's the plan anyway so if not sometime around there but yes keep an eye out because we're very very excited yes and keep an eye out for other fun things from us also <laughs> so many nudge, fun things from nudge us. nudge that's all that's <laughs> just n- n- nudge yeah wink, and wink. that's why we drink yay, yay! and celebrate spooky season Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions.